Yo, yo, yo! It's Friday. Huh? It's Friday. Right. I just want to. I just want to stop and appreciate this for a second for all the all the clubhouse junkies that are in the room. Okay, Jerry Williams sent me this this morning. I mean, how amazing is this? <laughs> I love it. I'm just going to reset the room. <laughs> Andy well, Foote says refresh. Say refresh. Refresh. Hello, Gary. Hopefully, we've got people uh, coming into the room right now, so we'll let them. Uh, we'll let them. Can I? In. Will I be able to see them? Uh, yeah, you should be able oh, to. Okay, in should... the comment section at the side. Yeah, yeah. Ch check out the um, the comment section. And luckily, <laughs> my comments are actually working this week as well because. Um, yeah, last uh, last week we had a bit of a, a, a system error with um, with Streamyard, but yes, we've got none other than pretty much the the queen of LinkedIn. <laughs> the queen. I I'm not. Hi everyone. Hi. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I like that that name. It feels <laughs> feels like quite a lot of pressure. I, I feel like you need like two like you need like a little throne and two little pugs next to you, kind of. <laughs> I've, I've got my cockapoo next to me, who's just sort of like. Wagging his tail sadly at me. Yeah, look. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, what, Mum? Who are you talking to again? My real life wow. friend is here as well. My friend Mia. Her little boy and my little boy are best friends at school. Nice. Mia Butler. Got the, um, Hi, Mia. Oh, oh, yeah, I yeah, I know Mia. Mia is cool. Uh, Phil's here. Hello, Phil. Man, we got the uh, the comment section is blowing up. I'm I'm having I'm struggling to keep up at the moment. So I can good. see my clubhouse buddies Liam and Ariel in there as well. Good good afternoon, everyone. So yeah, um, don't forget, uh, guys, as we uh, as we head on mid midway through the stream, if you've got any uh, any questions um, for uh, Leah or myself, pop them down in the uh, in the old ye oldie comment section, and we'll get them up on screen and hopefully get them answered. Hello, Haley, yay! I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm always scared i'm always scared when oh no the puppy's in a crate in the office because he doesn't stop running around so it makes up loads and loads of makes loads of noise so he's not really very live stream producer that or he or he does a crap in the middle of the living room and i'm just <laughs> inhaling it he's not not quite house trained yet so i'm not but he's you, you say he's not house trained but i can't i can't hear him he's pretty that's pretty impressive for, for i I bribed him with a really big treat. <laughs> so he's, he's sitting in his crate in the back room with a massive treat that it will take him a while to chew through. So if you suddenly start hearing um, howling, M munching <laughs> noises. Yeah, exactly. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna dive in. So here we go. Okay. Oh, it's cold in the shoe. That's why I've got my, my hat on today. Um, so it? yes, um, for people that don't know, how did you how did you discover the wonderful platform that is LinkedIn. Oh God, I feel like I tell this story so often. Um, so uh, in October 2019, my um, assistant Naomi was doing some transcription work for me, and she mm -hmm. said to me, "I hate my job. Can you can you provide full time work for me?" And I was like, ah, "No, I don't have enough, um, but I will get enough because I was determined to expand the business at that point because she's so good at it." that I knew she was the person to help me move forward. Um, I sort of crept into LinkedIn with a logo as my profile picture going, oh, I don't belong here. This is not, this is not for me. Um, I met people like, I started seeing people like Chris Williams and Rebecca Pay and a few people in that sort of crowd. And I was like, oh, actually this isn't 
quite as serious as I thought it was going to be, because we all know what kind of stuff Chris posts. Um, although I think this was before Reface. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, I kind of, I chatted to him a bit and sort of thought, well, do you know what? I can be confident. Like, I don't have to hide. So I wasn't behind the logo anymore. And I started posting a few things. And I didn't, it, it was really funny because my my following started to grow really fast. Um, and it grew to like 10,000 in two months. And I didn't know that that was unusual because I wasn't experienced on LinkedIn and I hadn't looked at anybody else's following. I didn't know what was a good following or what wasn't. So I wasn't really yeah. paying much attention to it. Um, and then a few people started going, that's really fast. Like you're growing really fast. Your engagement is is massive. And I was like, oh, right, okay. Like that's, <laughs> is that's quite cool? exciting. <laughs> so then I started paying attention to it a bit more. And then sort of people started saying, oh, were you using engagement pods? I was like, what's an engagement pod? Like I didn't, I didn't even know what that was. Um, yeah. And that's when I really started taking notice of what I was doing differently. So then when my business started to flounder because my, so my business initially grew really fast as a result of being on LinkedIn. I was getting tons and tons of leads to the point um, I took Naomi on full time at the beginning of February. And then I had three other ladies all transcribing for me uh, part time. Um, a couple of them that I found on LinkedIn and then COVID hit. And I freaked out and I posted a video of me crying on the moors in Cornwall about how I was terrified that my business that I'd worked eight, nine years on, absolutely killing myself for with hours that I worked to keep this business afloat. Um, and I was terrified that my business was going to collapse, that my son was going to miss school, that I wasn't be able to keep it all alive. And um, I kept, business was all right. I, I, there was enough for me, but not for my team. Um, who were subcontractors, so it didn't matter really. They would, they all had their kids at home anyway. Um, and then in May, uh, I decided to try because a few people had said, "Well, you've given me really good LinkedIn advice. Why don't you see if people would like people are going to want to learn from you?" And I was like, "I can't do that. I've only been doing it six months. That's crazy. No one's gonna, no one's gonna pay me for my knowledge." So I hosted a couple of free coaching sessions. So um, Cedric was one of them who um, people might know off LinkedIn. Then I, I started taking a few um, paid sessions uh, just for like 99 pounds and loads and loads of people booked like really quickly. And I was like, oh my God, I'm earning what I would normally earn in a day, in an hour. This is crazy. This is amazing. It's blowing up. <laughs> and then, um, then I got yelled at by a couple of my clients for not charging enough. They were like, you're you're selling yourself too cheap you, yep. this is ridiculous so i put my prices up um and i still got booked up i got booked up even faster even more my profile was growing i think by may it was at like thirty thousand or something like that then i started oh. coaching and it just and it's but it's and a 75 for, yeah, for, for, i just went to seventy-five thousand yesterday yeah, that is that is like rocket ship level on on LinkedIn. Um, that's yeah. flipping insane. I mean, I, I've been I've been hitting it hard for a year, and, I, and I'm only I've only just crossed the 16k mark. So for you to go from it, it just what? blows my mind how how yeah. it's like. Yeah, cray, it, was cray. Quite, it was quite crazy. Um, it's not come without its difficulties, uh, mm. but it's it's been really fun, and I've grown so much i've made some incredible friendships and as a person my confidence as a woman in business 
has rocketed because I'm just connected and associated with so many people who are achieving the things that I never dared dream of. And actually now well, I'm, you're, you're, you're I am achieving people them. That, yeah. That, that, that want to help yeah. you and see you grow and and yeah it's um it's that's what i love about the platform i think is a, it's a very positive place and there's a lot of encouragement and there's a lot of people with, with growth mindsets as well um got a quick really? question from ashley if you're cool with it uh you think yeah. business pages work on linkedin if yes what makes it work most effectively i don't use business pages very much but i have just started helping out on on one um I think they do. I think you have to be posting stuff that is really genuinely interesting to people. So you have to have, um, for example, Alice Stevenson's company, Stevenson Law, they have a really yep. good page and they post lots of stuff, but it's not boring lawyer stuff. It's like about their community, about things that help people, about their team. And it's really vibrant and fun to engage in. And they have like competitions and interviews and podcasts and stuff. I think business pages can work, but if you're only ever posting like, business updates it's boring not really going to grow because it's business it's boring <laughs> if you're really trying if you're a solopreneur or if it's just you or a very small team i think you're better to try and grow personal profiles because it's quicker um and and have a business page just as like a, a flagship but not really not spend too much time on it yeah. they, they can grow but you need to be posting stuff that resonates with people that's essentially it on linkedin if it's only ever stuff that's related to your business that's you know new toilet bowls or something you're never going to get a lot of interest no one cares about it so <laughs> i think yes they they can grow very quickly but it has to be really good content that is interesting and beneficial to the people that are reading it yep which, which is that, not is, is not rocket science but um no. people people grow up don't yeah if it's not engaging people won't engage essentially no simple <laughs> um to, uh, thomas has got a quick question uh with linkedin evolving at the rate it is what has been the hardest thing you've had to deal with and how did you overcome it that's quite quite a good question i haven't overcome the diff most difficult thing yet um i think the most difficult thing for me is and it's it, i don't like the way it sounds but that people want me all the time um like my dms are constantly blowing up with people on the take uh, and I find that really difficult because I am quite a giving person and I want to be able to help everybody. But it's constantly like if I post uh, and uh, share something for a friend, then I get a whole load of other people saying, can you share this for me? Can you share this for me? And I can't do that because it's going to alienate my own network because I'm just constantly sharing stuff that's not sort of something that I would normally put out. Um, and I can't. Uh, it's people messaging me can you like and engage on this can you comment on this because it will get seen by more people can you sponsor me can you donate to this charity i'm like <laughs> i donate i donate to a lot of charities like i i support my my website for every every sale that i make on my website i save trees uh, like 25 trees for every sale and i also donate a percentage of my um profits from sales to dairy and house children's hospice which is who nice. I supported the walk last year. Um, I donate to various different charities and I support, you know, I offer job seekers free, I've done free job seeker training. I've done free training for Macmillan Cancer Support. I do my bit for charity, but when people are constantly asking for stuff from me, I'm like, I'm one woman with a five-year-old yeah. child trying to run a business and trying to keep on top of everything that goes on in my life. And I have a bit of a, it, like it does, it does quite affect me. And I suffer with anxiety quite badly, which I think surprises people. Um, and and it that adds to it because I just feel like I'm never 
doing enough because I can't get back to everybody. I can't deal with everything that's, and I can't give to everybody who asks. So it just yeah. sort of weighs heavily yeah, on me. Yeah, you are you are only one person, and it's um it's. And I do I all of my LinkedIn myself. Nobody yeah. else logs onto my LinkedIn at all. It's only ever me. It's yeah, and 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 that's why it becomes hard and and quite unmanageable at, at scale when you're just dealing with that sheer sheer volume of. Mm. And, and that's and I think that's part of the reason why you've grown so quickly is you genuinely care about your audience and the interaction that you have with them. And and um yeah, it become it just becomes hard to to manage that. Um, but I don't yeah. I don't think people realise that the sheer volume or the influx of of you know messages and dms that you get every single day when you when you start sort of operating at um, at larger scales it's a it's a it's a little bit scary <laughs> it is I, well like i said to you earlier if i don't respond to a message within half an hour it's 30 messages down and it's it's gone into the abyss this is why i hate it when people reply to my stories if i post a story and i get an influx of like love hearts or something from random usually american men um I'm like, this is so annoying because I've already lost loads of my DMs. Now I'm having to archive all of these love hearts. <laughs> they, they need like, someone needs to build a CRM system that integrates the DM functionality of LinkedIn, and it can bring it into some sort of CRMs. If if someone invented that, or just let me turn off story replies, that would be good. Yeah, <laughs> or filter those I, story replies to another. I, I don't inbox. use. I don't use stories. I just, yeah, I just, they're, they're a bag of wank in my opinion. <laughs> I do me. use them because they do actually really work. I can see people clicking on my links because when you've got over 5,000 followers, you can post links in your stories and people yeah. can swipe up like on Instagram. So people will swipe up and go and get a resource that I'm advertising or go and book a session. And they really do work. They And they really do push people over the edge to make those sales sometimes without me having to doing a post my post gets my stories get seen by like one to two thousand people every day so it's for me it's worth yeah, it's kind of volume but when yeah. i then get 10 every time i post a story where i'm talking to the camera i get 20 love hearts from random strangers and not always people i'm connected to because i get like second and third connections watching mine um yeah it's just really annoying because it just it just feels my and i don't reply to them because i don't have time yeah which, yes yeah yeah there's 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 literally only so many hours in the uh in the day yeah. <laughs> especially when yeah. you've got a five-year-old that literally eats you out of house and home all the time and never stops like i love him but oh yeah it, well, I've, hard struggle. I, i'm uh I, I put a post up the other day saying um talked about my um my son has now discovered that the cat litter tray he thinks it's a sandbox and there was literally oh. there was cat shit and like just kitty litter everywhere the other day in the in the lounge it was just like oh my god oh but, wow yeah, he, he, he thinks it's hilarious at the moment but <laughs> <laughs> yeah Liam, liam's just said most of the love hearts i get in my inbox are from ariel and that's absolutely true ariel and i have a bit we have a love affair going on <laughs> a woman <laughs> um how um how do you how do you think you've grown so so quickly do you know what? I actually put out a resource this morning for free. If anybody wants to go and look at the last post I did, um, it's called uh, How to Gain Trust and Attract Leads on LinkedIn. Because I think the biggest thing that I've done, because I, I like to analyze what I've done, because for me, I'm just being myself. But when I actually analyze what I do in comparison to other people that aren't necessarily yeah. doing things as uh, not having the same sort of uh, growth on LinkedIn, I think it's trust. I think people trust me because of how real I've been. And people, like, they like engaging with me. Not everybody, obviously. There's plenty of people that have blocked me that don't like engaging with me. Like, 
fine. Um, but there are, I think I've built trust with people because they've seen me from the start when I had just my little business making minimum wage and they've yeah. seen me grow and I've not changed. I'm still the same person at the beginning, mainly because I can't go out and buy diamonds because all the shops are shut. Um, <laughs> but it's it's kind of like um I I care like I genuinely care about the people that I engage with and I genuinely remember people and I try to connect people to each other and I I don't take myself too seriously and I allow people to see the good stuff and the bad stuff and um that builds trust with people so I, I think the fact that people trust me and they know that they're going to enjoy working with me because I'm not going to just sit there and say, do this, do that, blah, blah, blah. Like my sessions that I run with people, they're fun. Everybody's relaxed. Everybody's having a laugh. Nobody's yeah. feeling like dictated to or like they're in a, a classroom or anything like that. Um, and because I'm not teaching in theory, I'm teaching from experience. I've done done it. I've had over 400. I've had close to 500 clients via LinkedIn in 18 under 18 months. That's, that is, yeah, that is that is mighty And the beautiful thing is about that, you're you're sort of creating the next generation of um of kind of power users on the platforms where it's, it's it's beautiful to train someone and see them and watch them them grow. It's interesting actually. I was I was um uh, training Mark the other day and um I try and keep my training sessions kind of fun as well. And there was a bit and because I was recording my training sessions, there was a bit in there when I told him a joke and um I, I made coffee come out of his nose. So I'm gonna use that little that little snippet as a bit of content. Um Brett, Brett's got a question. We were just talking about this actually before before we, we started on live. Are you going to add Clubhouse to your training repertoire? <laughs> not until I've had some training. I'm not very good on Clubhouse. Like I'm okay if someone calls up calls me up, but I would make it I'm not a very good moderator. I'm always I, this new thing where people go, "Oh, I'm Leah Turner and I'm done speaking." <laughs> it's so good, and I'm finished speaking now. Like, all right, I just I just suddenly go quiet and carry on with whatever I'm doing. I'm I'm just one of these people that just chimes in randomly. <laughs> so I think, um, it's, it's I, think I need some training first. It's yeah. a weird platform in that I think it gives people a lot of confidence in the sort of public speaking space that wouldn't ordinarily do it people come up and say just oh it's my first time kind of public speaking and and it just gives it that there's a certain amount of uh, um anonymity to it where people can kind of feel safe and, and feel like they can they can do well, that that, so. that room that i was in with you the other day where chris doe was um on the panel so i i got invited to speak on the panel and and i came um jacob who was moderating invited me up onto the stage and mate and um i was waiting there and one of the guys was like so what's your question i was like oh no no i've been invited onto the panel <laughs> and I, was, I was like i was like oh no i'm i'm i probably don't belong here so i was just i literally felt like i was stood there with my hands like twisted together going oh, this is so and then and then i they asked someone asked a question that I actually managed to answer and I was there like going there's 300 400 people in this room thinking oh my god I have no idea what I'm saying <laughs> who's saying these words that are coming out of my mouth I sound like I know what I'm talking about where did that come from it's and, intimidating um, yeah when you're in and the, then when the I'd answered the when I'd answered the question they actually did make me a mod so I was like oh okay maybe they think <laughs> I know what I'm talking about but I just I felt like I was wearing my mum's like high heels and I was just standing there like I can't believe I'm up oh, here. This guy's like a really big it's, deal and I don't know what I'm talking about. 
so, I, yeah. I remember actually um yeah i, I dm'd you didn't know because i was like oh, i, I want to ask him like uh chris a question i was like can you can you record it can you record it because i was like i got to my, do my little um kind of fangirl moment because i was like oh it's chris it's yeah chris. <laughs> I could say. oh you've got but it all recorded it's recorded now yeah yeah it's recorded for uh forever it's uh yeah that was that was a uh, uh, my my happiest moment on clubhouse so far I think, oh, i'm glad uh, i could be a part of it <laughs> it was beautiful <laughs> <laughs> um so do, do you have with your um kind of content strategy do, do you have um a kind of overarching one or do you just sort of do you do stuff kind of off the cuff at how the, i i'm i'm one of these people i wing life <laughs> I literally, I don't know my plan from the one day to the next. I follow my gut instincts and I post from the heart every day. Like if yeah. I have nothing good to say, I either say nothing or I post something random about a product or I've got some like tips that I've got to spare. So if I'm ever having a really busy day and I don't have time to um, do loads of engagement, I'll chuck out uh, something that's more like a, a LinkedIn tip or something like that. Um, I, I I don't have a strategy. I've never had a strategy, and I don't I don't I do try to get my clients to have a minimum strategy so that they have a um, like you're going to post at least three times a week and you're going to send at least twenty connection requests this week. But don't put pressure on yourself to to achieve a huge number because then you end up stressing out and then you don't want to spend time on LinkedIn because it's stressful. Yeah, because it's, so, it's not fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I like I I don't have a strategy. Um and I know that that way, that way works for some people but for me I'm I'm a writer. Like I I like to write and I like yeah. to to create pretty visuals. So for me it's a daily thing. I think as things move forward I am going to become a bit more structured with it because I'm I'm assembling a team of people to help me and with my online course coming um and I'm going to be taking a month off to try and restructure and develop the business a bit more. I've got some other things up my sleeve that I'm I'm really keen to start working on, but I can't. And um, some really cool collaborations. And I know we've got one plan that we can't tell anyone about at the moment, but but we yeah. have got something up our sleeves. So um, yeah, there's loads of stuff I want to do, but I just haven't had the chance to be able to do it. So yeah. there will have to be some more structure to the way I work. To and, be able and to fit hours in. in the day. <laughs> no, it's fine because I'm making more money, so I'm just going to pay more people, which I love yeah, because yeah, actually, yeah. it's not a, for me. Like the money's lovely, and I, I'm obviously for the security it's going to offer me and my son. Um, finally, be able to buy a house. That's everything I make at the moment is going towards buying a house because there's never been a Amazing. chance in the world that I'd ever be able to afford a house on my own, and now that's actually a real possibility. But it's enabling me to take on other people and yeah. give them work and enable particularly people who are working from home with children fellow mums they want to have that flexible working i'm like okay i can do that now i can enable other people to be good providers for their family um yeah so i, I think that, someone said it to me um the other day actually it was like uh it's it's all monopoly money at the end of the day it all goes back in the box when when you die um and yeah. if you can genuinely if you can help other people and impact their lives um that's that's i think that's the reason why we're why we're put on earth really it's funny because that's jerry and i talk about this quite frequently because we're such huge supporters of each other and um like we literally 
every single day we're texting each other, um, supporting each other's progress, saying, oh my God, I, this has just happened and this has just happened. Um, <laughs> so we get super excited for each other and there's no com competition whatsoever. We just purely support. But it's so lovely to have that because both of us behind the scenes, we do a lot for other people. Um, and yeah. we both constantly were just like, this is a bit that feels good. Like it's it's lovely seeing the money going into your account and all that, but it's not about that. The bit that makes my heart sing is when I can help a friend get a job and have him get a job in six hours. Yeah, because of the network that's that I've got. Flipping, yeah, the 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 yeah the power of your network that that's flipping. Amazing. And Nick and I raised like ten thousand pounds in gifts and cash for that charity last year, and I'm being able to donate hundreds. I've probably donated over a thousand pounds to them since, just from product sales, and being able to give back to charities and help train that stuff. That is what makes my heart set alight, and being able yeah. to like just and when like one of some of my clients recently had bought training for other people as a gift and just giving them away randomly like it's 350 that's, that's quid amazing. that's not a that's a big that's a big yeah, chunk yeah. that people are paying so i'm now releasing gift certificates so people can do that and actually buy sessions for other people because people are using it as a business gift someone's lost a job and they need to build up their network and find a new job they're giving them as a gift which yeah. is really flattering that people value it so much from me but also i just find it amazing that people are that generous um, and yeah, and there's, just... there's some pretty cool, yeah. There's some pretty cool people on the uh, on the platform. Uh, Guy, uh, you've put really love that you are winging, you are winging it all. Guy, we're all making it up as we go along, mate. <laughs> anyone, anyone that tells you different is bullshitting. Guy's, <laughs> Guy's actually quite local to me, and he works with the Northampton Saints, and uh, he helps them out at the. At the um, I live near the Northampton Saints rugby ground. And so okay. guy, Guy's going to take me along with a free ticket next time he's got one. Nice. Uh, and and this is for you, Brett. Yes, I do have a uh, – here we go. This is my branded water bottle. That's just for you. Is Brett. that your brand? I want one of those. My <laughs> <laughs> I it. actually want to know if anybody – so I Jerry got me this, right? I'm going to get some made, but I'm going to get some in pink with my brand pink. So if anybody nice. wants one, let me know because I'm going to be putting them up for sale on my website. But I want to know if you I get some, I should um, bother. You should get some uh, some of the color changing ones. So when you put the you put the yeah. hot water in it, it changes color. It goes from like white to the pink. That'd be bad. Well, a few people <laughs> said that they want some with my with my actual face on it. I was like, oh no, I don't know if I can. I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> so yeah, so I, you're, you're like, <laughs> a, like a white mug, and as you pour the hot water in, your your face. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I don't know how I feel about having my face on a mug. That feels a bit like narcissistic, doesn't it? <laughs> that would be epic. Oh dear. Yeah, have a mug with my mug on it. Yeah, maybe one a, day. Mu a, mu a mug with a mug. <laughs> um, yeah. What? What do you? Uh, uh, no, sorry, wrong question. Um, who are? Um, and don't don't say me because it's cringe. And also, you're not allowed for this question to say anyone that you've uh tour so who are some of your favorite content creators on the platform <laughs> luke manton luke yeah luke yeah yeah luke is freaking awesome i've yeah i've, I've, I've obviously him. given him some tips because we're friends yeah. but but we were friends and he was creating content before we were friends yeah um yeah yeah Jerry, obviously, because she's just so absolutely yeah. no bullshit. She's uh, freaking awesome. I always find um, Dave Officer. So Dave Officer and I have worked together, 
but I yeah. he's not he's not somebody that I would say I would talk because he's his but his content is so creative. And Tom Baumont, okay, right. So Tom has puppets. He's the guy that I did a minute with Phil with puppets. He's so uh, original. yeah, I know Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So original. Every time I see his content on my feed, I stop and I laugh. Every well, it's time. different. It's completely different, isn't it? So you just I saw someone like his post. And I was like, oh, there are puppets on LinkedIn. I love this. And I literally <laughs> went straight there, connected with him, sent him a message going, oh, my God, I'm so excited. But I was literally, I was not even cool about it. I was just like, I'm so excited to see puppets on LinkedIn. And so like, I think I'm going to do an actual interview with, with Phil the Puppet. This, this this tells me a lot about your childhood. So were you a big, were you a big fan of Fraggle Rock or the Muppets? I was. Or... And the Muppets. <laughs> Yeah. There we go. You see. Yeah. But I was just like, I felt like a real celebrity because you know all celebrities have been on a puppet show, right? And been interviewed by a puppet. I was like, oh my god, I'm like an actual celebrity. <laughs> been interviewed by a puppet. Next stop, Kermit. Amazing. Oh, that would be <laughs> yeah. I, I think I could pretty much just yeah die happy if I if I was <laughs> by, by Kermit the Frog. That'd be epic. Um, what do you uh, what do you love most? The the one thing that you love most about the platform, what what is it? The community. I love the community that I've created that I've created around me and that is generally on there. I love how much people are so willing to share their knowledge and support yeah. each other. Um, I know that there are trolls and I know that there are negative aspects of LinkedIn, but when you actually throw yourself into the platform and start getting to know people and stop just thinking of it as business and think about it as connections like real human connections um it's amazing so i i actually have a background in internet friendships because i had severe insomnia when i had severe mental health issues as a teenager and i used to go on to chat rooms and chat with people from america and australia in the middle of the night before netflix was a thing when tv ended at like 11 o'clock when I had insomnia I was super lonely in the night so I would log on to a chat room and talk to people so I didn't feel isolated yeah. and so I'm used to making friends online I have flown across the world to spend to visit people that I've met online I've flown to Toronto I've flown to Utah I've flown to New Zealand to Australia to to spend time and visit people that I have become friends with online so for me making friendships in that way is just the same as making friendships it's, in real life it's it's weird isn't it as well you you don't always kind of connect the dots kind of looking forward but all that stuff that you did there was was all training for what you're doing yeah. now it's, 100%. It's, yeah, it's 100%. Amazing. it's and it's all it's all related because i don't interact differently with anybody on the internet than i would in real life if someone said something horrible to my face i would respond in exactly the same way as i do online I would yep. stand up for myself and I would pick them up on it. And because I do that, and because I would, even in comments, I'll be like a bit overly familiar sometimes and a bit playful. That's how I am in real life. In real life, yep. I'm like a terrible flirt and a bit confident and really cheeky. That's just who I am. And because I do that online as well, people, that's, I guess, why people think I'm so authentic. I don't use that word because I don't think that's what I'm being. This is just how I am. You just, you just, yeah, you just being on you. or offline. Yeah. I did, it just does, I don't edit myself depending on on what environment I am. I'm yeah, just my, my, uh, my, it's yeah. awkward and clumsy. And <laughs> I, I'm I'm the same. Yeah, my my filters uh, switched off a lot of the time with with some of the stuff. Uh, I'm all, uh, some of the stuff I put up on LinkedIn sometimes. I'm like, should I really say that? I'm like, post it. I'm like, should I? No, no. I'm just like, oh, I don't care. <laughs> it's, I don't. It's out there now. It's strange though because I think people 
I think a lot of people, um, especially my real life friends from before LinkedIn, they're like, you do share quite a lot about yourself. I'm like, but I don't. There is so much people don't know about me, but because I let them know enough, it stops them prying too much further. Like, I don't talk about relationships at all. I don't talk about, like, anything to do with my my family. I don't really talk about my family at all because I feel like they need to be private. Um, It's their their choice whether they're involved in what I'm doing or not. So I don't post pictures of my family, just me and my son. Um, because it's it's not up to me to to decide whether they have their faces broadcast to that many people, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's, it's I am I do have a lot of private mm-hmm. privacy, but because I'm open about some stuff, I guess that people feel like they really know me, and I think they do. Like this is the real me. There's no there's no pretense. It's just that I I have to hold some things back because now my profile is so big. It yeah. all gets you know it's growing so quickly that there are some things I'm like I have to be a little bit careful yeah like my address I mean that's that's the beautiful thing about it is that it's kind of your you know it's your line in the sand to 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 draw and say okay well this is this is as far Mm. as I'm willing to go and I'm not willing to go any further so it's yeah the the control is kind of in your in your hands in that regard yeah yeah it's good um, sure. What one piece of advice? We're gonna last question. Unless anyone else has got any questions in the uh, comments, um, and then we're going to move on to the quick fire movie quiz round. So, um, what one piece of advice would you give to any new um, people starting out on LinkedIn? New people, um, spend more time engaging on other people's content than posting your own, because not many people are going to see it to start with, and yep. that's what I did. I spent more time contributing and giving and supporting on other people's content. So the point yeah. some people thought I was being a bit weird and stalkerish and blocked me as a result of it. Give, 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 give. Yeah. <laughs> like one woman in particular was like, oh my God, she's all over my content all the time and blocked me. And I was like, oh, it's just been nice. <laughs> yeah, so um, she was like, you're scaring me now. <laughs> yeah. But do do give more than you take and think outside the box when you're making connections. I think that what a key one is with our, that I say to my clients is don't just think about the people that you are trying to like your idle client. Think about who would be connected to lots of your idle clients. So if your idle client is an accountant who works closely with accountants or who hires rec- like recruiters are a great one, because if you're looking to connect with HR people, hire connect with recruiters who are who are hr recruiters um and think about the places that high concentrations of those people hang out like this like i said to on the mike winnett podcast accountants is a good example the zero software pages the sage quickbooks because nobody else gives a shit about zero other than accountants so you're going to find loads of accountants there that you know are active to, to start engaging yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to yeah to engage with them um yeah. i want to see that i want to see that because it's friday it's friday afternoon i want to see that comment section blowing up peeps come on it's been, <laughs> been a little bit a little bit inactive there come on let's let's get some think? hype in the chat oh god want some hype in the chat <laughs> Bring there's the gonna hype. be some hype when you when i give you my movie answer questions i'm gonna be, oh, I'm gonna be hated okay. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna move over to, to this angle. Here we go. And um, it's, uh, it's the, <laughs> the fear is setting. It's the quick fire movie quiz round. Boom! Here we go. So, what oh. is what is your favorite film? Ah, oh, so generic. The Shawshank Redemption. 
That's a great film. Don't know. You yeah. shouldn't be ashamed of that one. It's one, I love one, that one, one of my one of my top ten as well. One of my desert I've, island. I've watched it so many times. <laughs> Our hedge is hedge is here with the hype, so you can always rely on hedge. For yeah. Whoop whoop. <laughs> <laughs> Rich is bringing it. Jess is bringing it. Happy Friday. Hi, Rich. Um, <laughs> uh, favorite movie quote, if you have one. It's from Shawshank. Uh, some birds aren't meant to be caged. Their feathers are too bright. Oh, I freaking love that. Yeah, brilliant. Absolutely uh, brilliant quote. I pretty much live by that. One of, yeah, one of the best. <laughs> That's why I've been single um, for so long. <laughs> <laughs> no no one can it. cage me. <laughs> she cannot be caged. Um, uh, Star Trek or Star Wars? Neither. I hate. You. I hate science fiction. I've never seen right, either of it. them. We can't be. We can't be. We can't be friends. You anymore. wait. This is going to get worse. <laughs> this is, is going to get worse. I guarantee you. I've already been rinsed for not not having ever seen Star Wars. I just anything uh, where it's space, I'm immediately asleep. I just don't. I don't give a crap about it. <laughs> Love it. Um, first film you remember seeing as a kid. The Neverending Story. Oh yes! Now I nearly talking. I nearly called my son a Treyu, but oh, I thought he's I, probably a bit white for a name like a Treyu. That sounds I'd, yeah, like I, I would, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, if I if I if I wasn't any more in love with you than I am, you just you just tip me over the edge right there with that. That's, yeah, well, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna undo it. <laughs> we, we, we will undo it. Give me a few more questions. I'm gonna be hated. Love love the the Neverending Story. Um. Uh, what's your favourite genre of films? I like crime thrillers and like intelligent humour crime, like The Lincoln Lawyer. I really liked, um, mm -hmm. and things like Gangs. Um, is it Gangsters? What's the one with Matt Dillon and Leonardo DiCaprio? Matt Dillon and Leonardo. Oh my goodness! And Mark Wahlberg. Oh, I don't know. Where they're undercover. Is it, is, so Leo's undercover as a FBI agent and Matt Dillon's undercover as a... If you know anyone knows I mean. in the comments section, let us know in the comments section or, or Google it for us, please. So we can uh, find out. <laughs> yeah, Mark Wahlberg's in it as well, but it's fantastic. But I love like like um, high highbrow crime thrillers, anything with gangsters as well. I love gangsters. Yeah, uh, I like Gangsters New York. Seen... Gangsters New York's not what, the one I'm talking about. Have you seen? Um, do you do you like sort of? Uh, like, um, uh, you you say kind of uh, crime thrillers. If you've never seen it, as a Tom Tom Hanks film, is one of my favourites called Road to Perdition. Which is, I have seen it a long time ago. Yeah, great. Film. Anything with Tom Hanks in it, though, really, as long as it's not a rom com. I'm not. I'm really not into rom romantic comedies at all. The Departed. That's it. The Departed. The Departed yeah, Jack, Jack, Jack Nicholson as well. Yeah, that's freaking amazing. It's a Scorsese amazing film. film. How did yeah. How did I not remember that? <laughs> Yeah. Um, and people uh, probably think actor, my favorite favorite actor or actress. Favorite? Oh. Um. Oh, I don't know. You didn't ask me that one in the pre thingy, so I'm not prepared. Just, just, just pick someone. You just said you, <gasps> um, said, you said Wahlberg, so we'll go with Wahlberg. Yeah, I do like Mark Wahlberg, and I love. I do actually love Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't think I've ever seen a film where I didn't love him in it. Yeah, yeah. I, I did. I'm, I'm a big fan of DiCaprio. Yeah. I really like him. I loved uh, Wolf of Wall Street as well. So yeah. did I. Oh my God. And he's the is exactly why I'm so, I'm single because I go for men like him and that gets me into trouble. <laughs> the scene where he's trying to get into the, uh, into the um, Lamborghini and he's trying to get down the stairs. Just I, the first time I watched that, I was, I couldn't breathe. I was laughing so hard. It's yeah, just, me too. It's me too. Brilliant, brilliant cinema. Absolutely. Um, 
Uh, best Gary Oldman film. So it's got to be True Romance. Oh, uh, again, amazing. And my, and my, my son, in... my son is named Clarence after the lead character in that film. And also, <laughs> and also Leon. Leon's one of my favourite, one of my top favourites yeah. as well. Have you seen Leon's that one? Freaking epic, great film. Yeah, I love that film. Uh, favorite director, if you have one. Well, it's probably Martin Scorsese because I like gang films. So mm. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not really big up on my directors, but I, I don't, I, I do like his films. Yeah, Scorsese is a legend. Oh, <laughs> that dog is well trained. I've got to say, <laughs> it's because um, there's somebody out the out the front door. Uh, not, not an Amazon delivery guy. Um, most hated okay, film of all time. You're gonna hate me for this. Everybody's gonna hate me. What is it? What is it? Anchorman. I hate <laughs> Will Ferrell. I hate Will Ferrell. I think he's the biggest pile of shite I've ever seen on TV. Oh I my just goodness! Don't, I don't get it. It's, I don't it's like not, Elf. I don't like tw- like that. Step Brothers. Nothing. Yeah, he's, he's he's not everyone's cup of tea. I think I think when he nails it, he nails it. Um, I and don't he does mind nail it more often than he doesn't. But but yeah, I, I can see where you're where you're going with with. Yeah, I don't I, like films where he's the star. Like I don't mind the wedding crashes. That was quite funny. Or old school was quite funny. But he's not a starring role. If I have to watch an entire film of Will Ferrell, I'm like, nope, not happening. <laughs> Rebecca I'm agrees with yes. <laughs> Will Ferrell oh, is a villain. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, oh. I literally don't get it. I really do not get it. I'm just like, why are you a 40 year old man in tights? Fuck off. <laughs> why? Just why? <laughs> well, there we go. We are at the end of today's show. You have been an absolute legend, Leah. Thank you very much. Uh, thank thank you, you very much for everyone out there in comment land. You've been epic as always. It's been uh, lovely it's to see so many people. Yeah, man, we've uh, we've had we've had some good uh, good uh, conversations going off in the in the chats. Um, have an awesome, safe, happy weekend, people, and we will see you uh, same time again next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. See you later.